For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Surprise, folks. <laughs> Got a little extra one in. No one knew it was coming. Not even basically you guys. Mm -mm. Uh, welcome. We we decided that if we're recording this today, my special uh, is out right now, and uh, so this is going to come out tomorrow, nineteenth. Uh, and we just wanted to do one. Uh, you know, just a, a thank you to everybody that. I mean, people have already watched the special. Came out. You know, it comes out at three a.m. Eastern, and uh, <clears throat> you already got, I already got people that watched it. And which is nice. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, like sometimes people, it's like, well, if you're in Pacific time, it's midnight. Mm -hmm. So that's not that hard to, I was up to like one thirty last night. Yeah. And so I usually, you know, it's two here. The last time I saw it this time, I was like, I was pretty beat. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I'm just going, it's, it's going to come on. You know, <laughs> you were so close. I was so, I know. And I, I, I just had stuff today. So I had to do a bunch of stuff. So I had to get up, I mean, early, like, no, nah, I had to wake up at like 9, 15, but I mean, come on, <laughs> yeah. dude. That's insane. Crack of dawn. Crack of dawn, <laughs> 9, 15. Uh, so I knew that was coming. I woke up the, the day before, 7.30. I had to do morning radio yesterday. Uh, or, that's what you're no. calling Rogan now? <laughs> yeah. morning radio. Yeah, Rogan's morning radio. <laughs> Drive time. So, uh, no, after Rogan, after we did Rogan, that morning I had to do... So you have to do radio tours, and uh, so it's where you call a guy calls your phone, and then you just sit and go to different stations. So I'm just on the phone, and he's like, "All right, we're gonna go first. It's a uh, rock station in Indianapolis, you know," and tells me who they are, and then you go to it, and you're just on the air. You're live. You're live. Sometimes they're pre-taping them, and sometimes they're live. And then, so you just click and you're on. And they're like, what's sitting here with Nate Bargatze? He's got the greatest average American special. And then you just start talking to him, whatever. And uh, and then you just, he's like, all right. And then when that one's done, he's like, all right, now we're going to uh, Cincinnati. This is the country station. you know. And then you're just on. And so you just do that for three hours. Wow. And I mean, there's times where you go, what, what city is this? Like, <laughs> who? You're just kind of rapid, kind of firing. And if they go long, they're timed so the timing of it is like so scheduled that I mean, some of them I I would be mid sentence and he's like, I'm like talking. I'm still like, yeah, you know, the special is exciting. The guy's like, all right, we left that one. We're in the next radio station. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm just, then it's like, yeah, I'm excited about the special. <laughs> he's in another talking to another place. <laughs> and it was, it was very funny to how quick it, how quick it went. Uh, so yeah, so we wanted to do, uh, just kind of a, since it's the specials out, kind of a special episode. Uh, also the Nate land live podcast taping. Uh, I don't know if you know, it is sold out. It is. It yeah. is sold out. Wow. Pretty, cool. pretty crazy. Already sold out. Something that I know that I know that you, you guys do not know though, is we are adding a second show. Oh, all right. So <laughs> I didn't know we were sold out. So yeah. <laughs> wow. Second show is added. Wow. And it is on sale. And uh, so at Zany's April 15th, we'll be doing two live Nate Land podcast tapings. Uh, we're still figuring that show out. But I think it's good. I think it'll be good. I think, it'll, I think it's going to be comment heavy. I think it's going to be kind of a, 
you know, I'm hoping to get some live comments and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and, and do something more for, uh, all the, all, 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 all the folks out there listening. So, uh, what we yeah, have, so the, the special, so yes, I, uh, promoting has been, uh, pretty wild. We did, I went to, uh, Austin, I did Rogan, uh, which was the first time I, you know, I've told the story about meeting Rogan here. So that was my only really experience with him. I, maybe a couple of times here and there I've been around, you know, cause I'm friends with all his friends. Uh, but dude, he's the best, just the best. Hmm. I mean, a super like humble guy you know signed a giant spotify deal but just a real guy yeah comic loves comedy loves being a comedian and that's which is my favorite is -hmm. because you know it's like guys that are true to like no dude we're just we all just look at ourselves as like we're just road comics Mm -hmm. some people get to get up to the top some don't it's like but that's we're all the same we're all just bouncing around doing comedy on the road and uh the 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 show was awesome that's such a giant show Mm -hmm. uh and it was very cool. Then afterwards, we went to him and Chappelle did a show at Stubbs Barbecue. They do a show there. And uh, I got to go to that and hang oh, out. Oh, nice. And watch it. And so uh, got to see Chappelle. And it was and Michelle Wolf was there. So I'm friends with Michelle. And so we just hung out back there and uh, hung out all night. And they hung out till, I mean, till like one. That's when I, I slept, got no sleep. And then woke up the next morning to that radio thing. I woke up, weirdly, I woke up at 4.45 that morning. And I was I was so confused, like I was thinking I had to be up at seven forty five uh, Eastern, and I was thinking I was in Pacific time, and I was and I was like I guess I got to get up now, because I got to because I got to do the radio, and I mean I'm just like looking at the clock, I'm just confused, and then I but then man when I found out I have three more hours of sleep, that was. Not not much better than that. Yeah, yeah, it's almost worth it to just set it artificially early so that you can go back to sleep. Yeah, feels that good. And and no, and not like just oh, 10 more minutes. I mean, three more hours. Three more hours. You're like, yeah. Oof, that was nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, the whole the whole Rogan experience. I mean, it's funny as I've got. I mean, I've got a lot of texts about it. Like, what's Rogan like? What's Rogan? You know, it's like because mm-hmm. I'm I was with I'm like everybody else. You don't know. I don't really know know the guy that well. But I mean, he's he's just a great dude, man. Like he was, you know, not that I would tell you if he wasn't, but I wouldn't be saying that he. I would just be like, had a great time. Yeah, he's that good of a guy. And Giannis told me, which we had Giannis here. Giannis said that he's like, dude, he's he's like a just a sweetheart dude. That's just what he is, you know. And uh, he's roots for comics, and that's what I love. Someone to get that high up and to help out comics is 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 a big mm-hmm. deal. Is there an interview show in the world? bigger than rogan which are going to get more listeners Um, not that i can think of man not not that i I mean conan if you do conan's thing i think it's pretty big yeah but i don't think there's anything like rogan i think it's just so different yeah and it's uh i mean dude i mean if he's in the smithsonian like couldn't he be in that don't they do tv stuff in there like they have like the cosby chair the yeah they have the the, uh Seinfeld puffy shirt. Yeah, Seinfeld puffy shirt. Yeah. Cosby chair might not be there anymore, but uh, <laughs> what was the Cosby chair? You mean no, like not a- chair. Cosby sweater or something uh, or whatever it was. Was it the chair? I don't remember there being like an iconic chair. For <laughs> no, I Archie, think, uh, Archie uh, Bunker. Uh, Archie Bunker. Yeah. Uh, okay. His like think, lazy boy that yeah. he was in. Yeah. I feel like Cosby had as a sweater in there. He always wears a crazy yeah. sweater. Yeah, yeah Archie I, Bunker yeah. had a chair. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Cosby one. They all just. I just picture them hauling that back out right after <laughs> they're like after after two doors have to spring open and, and you're you know and part of the Titanic's right there and you're like squeezing by it because like, you got to move you got to haul it out of there I don't know if they hauled if they got a sweater out yeah. they probably did uh, can't do stuff they get rid of it gone uh, so yeah yeah but I, yeah I don't know I mean Rogan's got to be I mean it's it's the top man I mean it's you know. People made the comparison all the time of it being like the Johnny Carson's mm-hmm. Tonight Show. It's mm-hmm. like the closest thing we have now. So it's like a really cool as thing. I, I mm-hmm. mean, he's made people. Yeah. yeah. And so that's yeah. I think that's the sign of if you're making careers mm-hmm. and he has done that, mm-hmm. which is insane, you know, yeah. to be that that big of a thing. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So the special. So, I mean, this this episode, we're, you know, it's not going to be uh, the, the longest one. We just kind of wanted to get on and. Uh, a, I wanted to thank everybody for watching and all that stuff. Uh, 
and then but it's I you know I wanted to talk about specials or any of you know the the world around that you know you get asked a lot of stuff about it I get asked a lot about the is it can they watch it versus to come see me is it going to be different and I know we've addressed that a bunch but again do whatever you want I mean I'm hoping by the time the theater tour starts I'll be an hour new I think I got 25 30 minutes new now if you come see me at one of the comedy clubs coming up I think I'll have half new and then half probably not new. Uh, but you never know. Maybe I get on a get a nice twenty minute chunk. That's yeah. what you're. That's what you're looking for. Uh-huh. Just a nice run like that. What do we have on specials? Well, you guys remember the first comedy special that you ever saw? Yeah. So I remember the, the yeah. Mine is uh, Sinbad, Afros and Bell Bottoms. Oh wow! And so I remember that. Is that the one outside? I don't. I don't. I don't know if I remember that well. <laughs> uh, okay. It was. Uh, <laughs> I remember Emmy wore, I want to say purple pants or something, or a purple jumpsuit, okay. something like that. Yeah. And I remember watching it because he was a clean comedian, so yeah. we were allowed to watch him. And I just remember his ordering McDonald's, like someone sitting at the McDonald's menu, not knowing what to, uh, how to order at McDonald's. And he was just like, you know, like it's insane not to know yeah, yeah. what it is. Okay, that's not the one I'm thinking about. There was one he shot maybe in Jamaica or something outside. Uh, I don't know when was Africa. Yes, that's, this is that's Afro. the outfit. Just yeah. this is Afro what a power Bell move that is to wear that. Yeah, it fits him. I yeah, mean, it's it it's, it's kind of perfect. It's uh, it looks good yeah. for that crazy of an outfit too. It does look good. <laughs> <laughs> I still think it looks good right now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like sometimes you look at these outfits and they don't stand the test. Some of don't time. hold up at all. And that one, you're kind of like, I don't know, dude. I'm kind of on board with. I it. would love to see you do your next special and something like that, man. I would love to <laughs> if I could wear a jumpsuit. I would do it. I mean, just it's a one piece. I imagine yeah, yeah. is that what a jumpsuit is? Just to have a one, just and just be like, this is what I'm wearing. I think I'm that's a two piece there. No, yeah. I think he's just got a belt around the middle. It's one piece. He still has a belt. He just put a belt over a jumpsuit. I think it's like what Santa Claus sleeps in, <laughs> is what I think it is. And there, uh, and and then he puts a belt around it. I mean, I think girls do that, right? They have jumpsuits. But Santa Claus has. I don't know. It's a two piece. You don't want a two. You can't have a two piece, dude. Like he's. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Did you have any wardrobe issues this one? I did not have wardrobe issues. My hair's got a kind of a weird thing. I don't know if anybody would even notice it. Yeah. But it's uh my I had a when they fixed my hair, I just had the front of it kind of like had a space in between it. So if there's any side shots where it's the right of me, mm-hmm. you can be you'll be able to see like a little just it's a little space yeah. that shouldn't be there. Uh normally I would have gone back a little bit more. That's the only thing that on this one is uh that that was kind of the issue. I had to the, so the hoodie that I'm wearing in it, I had to buy that morning. I went because I had uh, I had a shirt, just a t-shirt I was going to wear with that with my jacket. And I mean, when we went and looked at it the night before, it, it was like 56 degrees, mm. and I was like, I think I'm going to be too cold. Like I don't want to be cold. Yeah, as you do this, but just shivering. shivering. You know, like those drive, some of those driving dates were just like <laughs> where you were shivering yeah, and it was freezing. And so, and the 56 degrees is not the coldest, but standing for an hour, you just don't want to be tense. You don't want to be, you know, I needed to try to be as relaxed as possible. And I went that morning and bought that hoodie. So then that was the quickest I've ever bought something that. Yeah. I well, that's wore. a wardrobe issue. Yeah. That is. Yeah. I guess. That, yeah. It's a wardrobe, mm-hmm. but there was no, yeah, nothing like. There's a hole in something, but it was, yeah, that was a little. You remembered your shoes and all that. I remembered my shoes. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about that, right? Yeah. Right. Tennessee yeah. kid. Tennessee kid. Shoes got put in a cab. It cost more for the shoes to get there than it did me. <laughs> uh, this one, I had all the shoes. Yeah. I mean, I make sure now. I make sure like shoes, everything is kind of there. So now that you've watched it, I've watched it, I don't know, Aaron. Yeah, I watched it this morning. Yeah, I mean, you feel good. Like, I thought the final, I thought it looked great. I thought, it yeah, was awesome, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, 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 uh, I haven't watched it like on Netflix yet, but I've watched it before when we were editing it and uh, and put it together. But it's, uh, yeah, I watched. I do, I do feel great. I do feel good. I mean, the the people that have watched it, you know. You're always very nice that you have a lot of people that will watch it right when it comes out. And 
they were all very nice and they loved it. And, you know, I mean, it's, that's all you want. You just want, you hope people just really laugh and have fun and, uh, that it is what it is. I don't, you know, it's hard. It's exciting when it comes out. It's, it's crazy that it's here, especially just with what we've had leading up to it to go from, I didn't, you know, a, a year ago. I mean, it's crazy, dude. Mm -hmm. One year ago, just to be doing theaters, this mm -hmm. podcast does not exist. Mm -hmm. We're doing theaters, and I'm going to tape a special. Everything's going to be normal. To then now, what all, you know, this podcast, we did a bunch of drive-in dates. We did shoot a special. And the special was the only thing that was really planned that actually still came and came out. Yeah, you refined it, obviously, and added some stuff. But the bulk of it you had before the pandemic hit, you were ready. I was, yeah, I would have liked some you know a good run up to it yeah just to like make sure everything just to tighten everything up a little bit so that was good at least to be doing those driving dates but i mean it was definitely the weirdest it's ever been leading up to a special i mean i mean just to just to have to do stuff outside and uh not be able to really hear crowds i mean it was you know three months of really not been hearing the crowd outside of like doing some zany shows you just you know and like and it's and that's almost the way you can trust it because you would do the zany shows and they'd be half capacity but you're at least here. I can hear the laughs, and you, and then you got to take that to the special taping, and to uh, even and when we did those driving shows, to when you're telling these jokes, just to trust like yeah, these. I I think they're doing good. Mm -hmm. They've done good other places. So as long as I deliver them the right way, they're doing good now. You and, know, and it'll be very memorable from years to come because it was outside. People were wearing masks. The helicopter yeah. flying over. Yeah, I, I, I don't want it to be where it's like no one watches it ever again because it's like feels too timely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I, we did capture that. A with, I mean, they had masks on. We, we were trying, I was like saying, and they, and the director, uh, he was saying, we didn't want it to be Troy Miller as the director. He, he, he was like, we don't want it to be like too masky, like showing too many masks or too, mm -hmm. too much like COVID, right? Mm -hmm. Like this is a COVID special. Yeah. Uh, but the helicopters also captured that. I'll be interested right. to see what people think of the helicopters. Is the thing that I want to see what people think about, just because it was like, if you haven't watched it yet, and I mean you're, I, you know, you're C, but it's like that was not planned at all. <laughs> There's not even like a thought about that being a worry. Yeah. Until it happened, and then it happened a bunch. Yeah. And uh, uh, four people that have either watched it or they're about to watch it and not give anything away. But we did find out the reason there was so many helicopters, there was a police chase near the Universal Studios where we filmed it. And so there was a police chase going on, and that ended up being why there was so many kind of flying over throughout the show. Because I think there was even a little bit more than we put in. But mm -hmm. we put in just, uh, I think, like four times or something like that. Yeah. 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 You, What's your first special? Do you remember? Yes. Sweat the Small Stuff by Kevin James. I remember my, yeah. my brother bootlegged it, <laughs> and I had that special memorized word for word. I used to perform it for people on field trips and stuff. And I still watch it every now and then. I think it holds up. I think that's like an all-time great special. I, yeah. I agree. So funny. Yeah. Uh, that was my first one, man. Yeah. yeah. I agree that I I remember watching that one, and I remember when he talked about riding uh, the Sea Dew yeah, yeah. and uh, the Wave Runner, and getting stuck behind it, and then and uh, when I saw that joke uh, the week before, I had that same problem with the Wave Runner. Oh yeah, and so man, that I it hit me hard. <laughs> like I laughed so hard. Just because it was, it was such. It, I, it just happened to me. Mm -hmm. I went with my buddy John Paul, like, and it just happened with that. I just had trouble with this, and he just described it perfectly. <laughs> he has a whole bit about a uh, water skiing, and he can't water ski, and he's got the anxiety of like his friends on the boat being like, "Yeah, who brought this guy?" <laughs> yeah, and you know, I told y'all I just started taking golf lessons, and I told the instructor I was like, "I want to get to a point." Or if I could potentially tag along and not have the rest of the people going, God, dude, you who me? brought this? Dude? That was my goal, too. Yeah, still just, is. Yeah. <laughs> just to not be a liability. Yeah. So I think about that particular bit all the time. You don't want – he will take his own car. <laughs> That's what you do. That's what we throw. We just throw Brian in his own car. <laughs> I mean, my goal in golf is to no one to notice me. 
Yeah. I don't, I don't, I know I'm not going to be that good where they'll notice me. I just don't want to be so bad. That's not a bad goal just in life in general. I think. <laughs> well, I'm doing just great in comedy. Yeah. Just, <laughs> it, I'm I, killing it. Yeah. I, I, uh, too good at it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I did. Uh, I like the idea of like I live uh, like live my life like that. I know in comedy we're not doing that, but I I go in every business I go into. It's you're just trying not to be, not to be a bother, not to be. You want to be just the most normal experience that they've ever had. Yeah. And there's and they don't you know they go yeah they were very nice oh yeah and they don't really remember you, and you just get in That's and get the out. Best. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah. That's the best way. Yeah. What was your first special, Andy Griffith? <laughs> I was going to ask you if you wanted to guess, and I knew you would say something like that, uh, but you beat me to it. So, you, you want to guess a- again? Andy, uh, <laughs> I don't know if people know. Do people know Andy Griffith was a comedian? I, there could be a lot. Did Most you know that? Somebody just told me that recently. I knew that he kind of, but, but he was like a serious comic for a while, right? Yeah. yeah but, I, I only know him from the show and from music. And- he had a, a, a joke about watching football for the first time. And I mean, might have been like literally going to watch football. It's like it's like from the forties or yeah. something. Like there's this new thing. It's yeah. called football. And he, uh, <laughs> it actually might have been like he went to a game and just <laughs> having to explain to him. And uh, I've listened to some of his stand up. They played on, and they, they played on like Sirius. And yeah. You'd be able to listen mm-hmm. to some of his stand up. Yeah. Uh, I would say your first special when. Uh, I mean, would it have been Eddie Murphy Raw? I mean, you wouldn't have been. Is that no. what it is? Oh wow, it was. Which I know doesn't quite fit my yeah. my comedy. Yeah. But my parents wouldn't let me watch. You know, we didn't have cable. Yeah, yeah. and they weren't gonna whatever. So when I was in high school, Eddie Murphy Raw came out when I was in high school, and my friends rented it at yeah. the video store, and we watched it. Yeah. Uh, so that's I mean, my did first you not thing. think like oh, I shouldn't be watching this? Yeah, I thought that. Yeah. But I mean, by then I'm in high school, so I think it's really cool that I. That's all part of the thrill. Yeah. 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 So Eddie Murphy Raw. Which I read it's the top grossing stand up comedy special of all time. Yeah. Was it in theaters? Yeah. I think it was yeah. released like a movie. Yeah. It was. Uh, I wish they would do that. Kevin Hart had his do that. I, I like that idea. It's mostly, I looked at the top 10, uh, the top eight are black comics. Black comics do it, Stum. The, yeah. the Kings of Comedy did it. Yeah. Kevin Hart's done it. Uh, Martin Lawrence has had a couple that have done really well. Kings of Comedy, what's so good about that special? Is a bur- is I mean uh, is all of it, but Bernie Mac, Bernie Mac was a killer. I've dude. got him pulled up. I think yeah. Bernie Mac's uh, Def Jam outfit is maybe the best, <laughs> and maybe I, the best outfit of all time. Yeah, for stand up. I and it works. He yeah. pulls it, works. it off. Dude. Oh yeah, he pulls it off. I, I don't think I could pull off my face airbrushed on my jeans like yeah. that. But he that's his it. famous set on Def Jam. Right, it's yes. not a special, but it's a, it's. A I ain't clip scared of you. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't scared, scared of you. Yeah. If it, yeah, it's. I mean, it's yeah. Obviously, it's a little dirty. If if, <laughs> if if that if that's your thing, if you or if you if it bothers you or doesn't bother you, but it's uh it's a very famous like as comedians know, you know it's like that dude that's like describes comedy, like that's like him doing that is representing every comedian to every audience. And not the great audience, but like rough audiences where it's him up there. I ain't scared of you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just keep saying that. Because isn't it supposedly everybody was bombing? The story was that everyone was bombing on that show. And then he came out and just straight up told yeah. them, I'm not scared of you guys. Yeah. And murdered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a similar it's- line. In that <laughs> oh, dude, that's so great. Yeah. The clip has like a million views on YouTube now. Yeah. That clip of. Uh, There's a clip. Um. I mean, I posted it. So I don't know. Like, I'm, yeah. like I found it. But yeah. <laughs> uh, black audience surprise when white boy takes the stage. Yeah. <laughs> and I come out all this black. They just die laughing when I come out because I come out to like hard out here for a pimp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like first thing I say is, I'm the opposite of Bernie Mac. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they got it. Yeah, and they they, they knew it. exactly yeah. what I meant. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. He was when he when he did that. That was such a big. That's such a big deal and such a big uh thing to like i mean yeah just not be i ain't scared of you like just the control that you had like over an audience like that's what it is like the, the confidence and the control because he's not i mean he's been killing forever right. at that point yeah. but no one really knows who he is mm-hmm. but he's been in clubs and he everybody that everybody that knows him knows this dude's a killer and then he does that and then his kings of comedy i mean he goes on at the end of that yeah. uh I mean that one's unreal, uh, and someone else was like, "Who? Uh, who was well, Cedric? Cedric? Cedric was 
when he does when he backs the car up and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, that's such a show. Steve Harvey's got great. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, everybody's great in that one. And then uh, DL, DL, Steve Harvey when he calls out that guy in the front. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Dude. It's in an arena. Yeah. I mean, just I love like how that's such a big audience in that special and like for them to capture that that is it shouldn't work in the room that big you know it shouldn't and it it just does Mm -hmm. that energy is just too they're just that big of acts yeah yeah their energy is so big and it just works in that in that arena that that they were in yeah yeah well who are the two are the two the other two in the top 10 probably blue collar comedy tour right that was probably one of the highest grossing no um Number, Steve Martin. Um, Fluffy. Jeff Dunham. Oh, Fluffy. Fluffy was one. Yeah. yeah. And the, the number nine was like uh, some weird thing. I never, Bette Midler, and there was some mm. type of kind of weird variety oh, yeah. movie. Variety they did. show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's not a ton that are ever released in theaters, yeah. but but uh, so the top, uh, well, I want to finish about um, Eddie Murphy's Raw. It's the top yeah. grossing movie, all time, uh, stand up movie, 50.5 million. Is Richard Pryor in there? I was about to get to that. Okay. Um, it set the the record for the use of the F word 223 times Wow! <laughs> until Sticks and Stones broke it. Um, no, no, no. What's the name of your... Um, I believe that. <laughs> shirts I believe that. Shirts and Skins. Yeah, I believe the joke. Yeah, like, Sticks he's not, and Stones would have been better. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, well, I believe that joke. 223 times in an hour? Sticks and Stones is a special. I think we just said it. Sticks and Stones is Dave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. All right. My bad. Yeah. I believe that joke. Uh, Richard Pryor, you asked about. So I looked at a couple of the rankings of like, top comedy specials of all time. And there's a ton of them out there. I looked up Rolling Stones and Vulture because, and they each had Richard Pryor's top comedy special of all time, but two different specials. Oh, really? Which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Rolling Stone had Richard Pryor live in concert. Um, was number one. And then Vulture had Richard Pryor live on the Sunset Strip. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which I think that one he bombed on. He did originally. Yeah. Originally bombed I think in that documentary. It. Yep. Yeah. Live in the sunset. That's the one where he came wild. back after he'd been burned. Yeah. First time in a couple of years. And I think, yeah, like bombed and they did it again. I think so. And then it was like. I think they shot it over two nights. Yeah. And the first show was bad. And then the second show they did again. And he like, and it, it became what it became. I mean, the other famous bombing one of someone bombed was uh, uh, Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg is like Comedy Central Presents. Yeah. Where he sits down. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of become famous, but that it's him not doing good. Mm-hmm. Like it was not good. And then he sat down. It was almost like it came together. And it's crazy just to be in that moment. And, you know, you got that feeling of probably something not going good. And then it becomes this legendary special. Yeah. Pretty wild. The Richard Pryor, the, uh, the first one, Live and Cut, that's the first one released in a movie theater. First full link stand up set. Do they, movie theater. That's, is there, what is, do you have the first stand up special? Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the first stand? I don't even know what would be the first. I mean, George Carlin or Bill Cosby. Uh, Mark Twain. Did you record <laughs> any of his? No. No. Nate's a little bit closer than you are. Yeah. yeah. Lenny this. Bruce. Len- well, uh, they probably did albums, but as yeah. far as a, a video, a video, yeah. it was uh, Richard Richard Klein, 1975 HBO. Wow. R- not Robert Klein. I'm sorry. I'm Robert R- Klein. I'm bombing here. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Klein. Robert Klein. I was about to say, like Richard Klein. Yeah. Like, there's another. Yeah, Robert Pryor did that. <laughs> yeah. Robert Klein did yeah. it. It was the first ever hour long special. And he said it was the first time he got to present an act and not have to be in a hurry. I mean, can you imagine being the. And he's a lot, dude. Yep. Like, so the first. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how young stand up comedy is, kind of what it is now, is that Robert Klein. Yeah is alive i mean he's you know i mean he's probably 70 or something at least i mean that's less than 50 years ago the mm-hmm. first can you imagine being the first special like you telling someone i'm tate yeah i don't even know what you're saying to he's be- 79 now he had to just go i'm gonna film i'm gonna film i'm gonna put it on tv and mm-hmm. like, what what was it what was it on hbo, HBO. yeah so it's- hbo's i mean hbo started it all hbo's been the king until netflix yeah um, you remember when uh, you were first considering doing uh, the special and where to put the platform? And you're like, 
what do you think? We're looking at either Netflix or Comedy Central. Yeah. And I was like, you got to do Comedy Central, man. Yeah. Like, you got to do Comedy Central. <laughs> this wasn't that long ago. This yeah. was like just a couple years ago. Yeah. That's the day I stopped listening to <laughs> breakfast. I stopped eating breakfast that morning and never looked back. You got to do Comedy Central, dude. <laughs> now nobody even knows Comedy Central exists. Well, Comedy Central was such a, uh, I mean, such a big deal for me. And so and there's people at Netflix that what I love about Netflix and what I love is the the people that have done this my any everything I've done uh, is you uh, you uh, work with these people over this long period of time and uh, Grigioni uh, is over there she's she was a producer she she works with Netflix and uh, they and she she's been with me I've done she's not with me she's just been I've just she's worked at Comedy Central to Netflix. But it's since my first appearance live at the Goth live at Gotham, and so she's done all of them to the presents, to the Comedy Central special, the hour special, and then now she's at Netflix. And I mean, it's it's pretty wild, dude. like that you're just with these, you know, she's been in every single one of them, mm-hmm. and it's uh, I mean, it's such a crazy, it's a, it's it's, it's a Joanne Grigioni, pretty wild, and then uh, Robbie Prawl, who's also at Netflix, he was at Montreal. Uh, just for last festival, and so like you end up working with these people. And he did new faces. I did new faces with him. That was two thousand eight, and now it's two thousand twenty one. And we just did a second Netflix special. Mm. Wow. And he was, and he's. I mean, he's the reason he asked me to do the stand ups. He came to me. He went to Netflix, and he goes, "Hey, we want to do uh, the stand ups. We want to do like a half hour thing." And I was like, "I don't know, man. I just did an hour Comedy Central special, and Netflix is." You know, I think Segura's on there. I knew ne- I know Netflix is big. It's it's big. It's not. It's about to be Netflix. Netflix, but it's like, and he's like, we're doing this thing where I want to get like six comics. We're gonna do like a half hour, and I want you to do it. And I was like, I don't know, dude. I just did an hour. Like, I don't want to go back to a half hour. Like, it takes forever to get to it to be able to do an hour on TV. And now I got to go back to a half hour. And he was like, I think it would be good. And I remember just talking to her and talking, uh, talk, you know, me and Brian when we had dinner, I broke it down to him <laughs> and gave me the worst advice. Uh, and then, uh, but I remember talking about managers or something, agents at the time, or I don't know if I had agents at the time, but my managers and uh, talking to them and just like being like, I, you know, then realizing like, look, I think it's better, I think it's better to do it because it's, I think Netflix is going to be just to get in that family. And you want to be in that Netflix family. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I, I should do it. And then, I mean, the rest is, it's we're here where we're at. Uh, Michelle Wolf was supposed to do it too. And she did her own HBO special, which I think she's going back. She did another Netflix special, right? I think so, yeah. And then, uh, but I remember Michelle going to do the, and I was like, I don't think, she, I was like, I feel like she should do this half hour. Because I was doing it. And I was like, I think, in the half hour, I think she would have destroyed it and done great, whatever. But her HBO special was so great. Mm-hmm. And it, and she obviously made the right decision to do what she did, and then she went back to Netflix after that. Soda as an HBO special. I mean, it seems like HBO, Netflix are the two top. Yeah. One, but I, I mean, no one's Netflix is the. I just don't think anybody's touching Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. Where it's Netflix has made it where people know stand up. No one. We're not having to do TV shows. I mean, look, I want to make a TV show. I'm still going to try to make a TV show, but it's nice to be like I don't know if it doesn't happen. You, I'm, you just keep putting your specials out. It just, I mean, hopefully Netflix keeps letting you. But if they do, you just keep writing new hours and putting specials out. That's what's, you know, you get to be a comedian. We get to be a stand-up comedian. Where the older guys had to do Seinfeld, Ray Romano, Kevin James. All those guys had to do TV shows. George Carlin, I mean, he was known as a stand-up his whole time. But he had to do a bunch of movies too. A lot of stuff like that. You know, I mean, it's, yeah, I don't know. Netflix is, obviously, I'm there. I'm mm-hmm. on it. It's on right now. But I, I they're just, they're just so gigantic. Yeah, especially. well, that's what everybody says. They go, it's like, to me, when are we going to see you on Netflix? That's like the comment. Every, nobody's like, when are we going to see you on, when are we going to see your Comedy Central VH1. Hour? Yeah, exactly. No. When are we going to see your VH1 hour? Yeah, when are you going to be on TNT? Let me know. Yeah. Dry bar is where it's at, guys. <laughs> Dry, but dry, dry bar, bar is great. Dry bar is great. If, it's the future uh, of stand yeah. up. Uh, if you want to check out uh, Brian Bates as a dry bar, yep, it's special. Dry bar is great. Dry bar's got huge clips. Yeah, I mean a lot of people see it. 
I mean, now people are doing internet stuff. They're doing YouTube. They're doing, you know, we had Mark Norman, uh, Sam Muriel, Joe List. A lot of people were putting out stuff on YouTube. I looked up their numbers last night, all in the millions for yeah. their specials. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's tough to get in. Like Netflix, Netflix is tough. It's, it's tough to get in there. They have a lot of comics. They got a, you know, a lot, once you can, you kind of build your audience in Netflix. And so you kind of stay in and, and you hopefully do it and keep doing more. Not that they don't add new people, but it is tough. I mean, it's tough to get stuff. And a lot of it's just timing, man. It's like, when do you get in? I was lucky enough to be farther, farther, farther along in comedy to even get a chance to do that half hour that then led to all that, all this, where it's like, I've got to do more from there. And the Netflix thing did really good. I mean, it's everybody watching is the reason I got to keep doing more, you know? Well, that weekend that the standups came out, we were in Tacoma and immediately you saw a difference in that weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first weekend where you're, I was, I was like, Oh, have y'all heard these jokes? Yeah. And they said, yes. <laughs> oh, and it was man. the first time, you know, cause now you kind of know everybody's asking, should I watch a special yeah. people come and they know. But yeah, it, it's a crazy time in your career, and because that's all you ever want, man. When you're a comic, is like you want people to be like, you want them to know who you are, mm -hmm. and they're there to see you. And I remember, you know, you 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 saw comics, you saw Burr, Louis C.K., or you know any of these big comics. I mean, Chris Rock would go on stage with his notebook and you know stuff, and and they were having to do their new stuff because people were coming to like they got they got to have a new act. And so they would always say, well, once I'm done with the special, then I retire that act. And, you know, it's always funny, too, because you always say younger comics say that where you're like, don't worry about it, dude. <laughs> like, you know, you put an album out, you're like, keep doing that stuff. I mean, Yelled Out by Clown, I, I did some of that stuff on Comedy Central because you can. The, you're, you're, and your fans that find you at that point, like on your CD, they know they, they're growing with you. Dude. They, they get in so early as being a fan of you. That they realize, like, you're like, yeah, I got to go. Like, if you had to go, if Comedy Central or Netflix said, do a special tomorrow, you're going to go put do your album. Right. What you just did on your album, right. you're going to go put on that special. Yeah. And everybody that watched that album, they, they're, those people are comedy fans. Like, they're fine. They're, they love stand-up comedy. And they're searching out stand-up comedy the way they, people search out music. And mm -hmm. so that, I feel like those fans know, like, because you see it, where people they're commenting like yeah dude he got a a, a bigger right. thing right he's got a good that's what they they know what comics do like this is how it works i always get it with youtube comments because people are like feel like it's the same act on all these youtube clips like yeah dude because when i was coming up youtube was new mm -hmm. so you were putting everything on youtube because you just were you uh, you know you would hear about the word viral mm -hmm. and you're like just trying to make something go viral and so, like, I mean, you have the same jokes just on different at different comedy clubs, and so then now people are like, "Why are you all the clips the same?" You're like, "Dude, that was ten years ago, fifteen years ago. I don't. I, what do you want me to do? I don't even own. I, I don't have. I don't. They're, I don't have control over those clips. They're all posted by someone else, and they're not like on my YouTube. Page. Most of my YouTube old stand up clips are posted from somewhere else. Like, I, I would have to ask that person to take them down." And then it's it's like you can't you can't just get it taken down. Mm -hmm. You have to be a lot more careful now. Like now I'm realizing you have to I have to be you have to be so much more careful to your stand, your material. You just get way more protective over it. Yeah. And you and you have to be like, are y'all we're not filming, right? It's mm -hmm. not gonna go out anywhere because mm -hmm. you don't want it to go out because man, you, you get a you know, that's the hard part now, even about doing a tonight show. It's like, you know, it's five minutes. And then it's usually a really good fight. You pick a good five minutes. And then, so, you know, my tonight show, those jokes are on the Netflix special. And so then people see it and you just want to be like, I just, I, you, I, I want like the next special, like, I don't want any of that stuff to be like, it's not on anything. Yeah. And so then when, when people watch it, it is zero to 60 minutes of, I've no one's ever seen, unless you went to a live show. Nobody has seen any of this material. Mm -hmm. That's what I, I. That's what I want for my next one. I don't know if it'll happen. I'll, tonight Show asked me to do it again. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. Like, you know, <laughs> I would love to do Tonight Show again. But yeah. when you put out Full Time Magic, did you still keep doing those jokes in the clubs? I remember I was at uh, in Raleigh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, Charlie Goodnights, uh, great comedy club, kind of a famous comedy club. Comedians love. Uh, I think Helium owns it now. 
and they uh I, I remember being there and i i was asking that weekend because that's the special that aired the same night of the mayweather pacquiao fight and so i asked people in the audience i was like hey did y'all watch this special and i remember they you know i there was like five people that said yes so i could do all those jokes mm-hmm. i mean they no one was no one was there to see it and so it was like i could do it i mean you know i remember wanting to build a new act i knew i needed to get a new act i just had an hour special but i mean that was that was the thing that was hard with Comedy Central. They, you know, they 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 would they aired the special twice, and then I don't know if it ever they ever aired it again. And then you were, I mean, maybe someone someone they can buy you could buy it on iTunes right now if you wanted to buy it, but it just sits there. That was Comedy Central. It was, you know, I don't whatever their system is, I don't know, but it's like how do you not? They had everybody do those Comedy Central presents were enormous, and that's where it's, so many people watch mm-hmm. that stuff. Dan Cook, Hedberg. You you saw all the Dane Cooks was the one that blew up. Nick Swartzen, Adam Sandler saw Nick Swartzen's half hour and called him, and now Nick Swartzen is works with Adam no, Sandler. I didn't know that. Yeah, he saw a special and like talked to him and was like, "Man, I loved it." And then that's the, how their relationship kind of began. That's cool. uh, and so you would see. I remember the Comedy Central presents. You would see them all. Everybody got to pick their backdrop. You know, so you got to really decorate your stage. That was a big deal. I was the first year they didn't do that. Because <laughs> the whole, when you're coming up, you're going, what do you go, what would you do for your Comedy Central special? You're like, oh, you're going to put like a barn door behind you? Or, yeah. you know, you're going to decorate. Like Ted Alexandro had a basketball goal and some trash cans. Like, and that's his, that was his backdrop. And, uh, and so I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I remember they just go, we're not doing that anymore. Go, okay. <laughs> They just put our names behind it, which honestly was better just to have your name sitting, uh, yeah. sitting behind you. That was right. Cause you don't get a, you don't, you're not in control of editing those specials like at the half hour on Comedy Central. So right when you get done, you, I, I did it with me and Chelsea Peretti taped the same night together. And, uh, right when we got done, you walk over and a guy's sitting there and he goes, all right, list, list, like we're, we got to edit it, some of this. Yeah. So he's like, rank your jokes. Like from one to you know whatever to fifty to just to see or one he he'd be like do your one to ten ranking of jokes that you don't want taken out and I mean he asks you right when you walk off wow and I didn't know that yeah. I didn't know that I wasn't like prepared that I'm going to get asked that and so then you have to go over there and he's like rank your jokes and you're like Phew. all right I mean I like the, the, the I mean the wife thing there's the car <laughs> thing you know and you're just sitting there talking about your jokes you're like. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I even remember. It's like all just like kind of a blur. Yeah. And you kind of end up just being like, just do whatever you just do. Do do what you're going to do. Yeah. Like you're like uh, in Breaking Bad when he gets shot in the gun. He goes, do what you're going to do. Right before he gets <laughs> Hank. Right yeah. before he gets Hank. Just do what you're going to do. <laughs> He's already made his decision yeah. 10 seconds ago. <laughs> um, so I looked up the first comedy special, stand-up special on Netflix. You guys want to guess? First Comedy Central on Netflix? Yeah. I mean, Segura was very early. And so, I mean, I would almost mm. say him just because. It was, oh, and it was uh, Bill Burr. Oh, wow. You people are all the same. And it, 2012. Wow. 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 Now, when I look up on Wikipedia, just a list of all the, they have every Netflix special that came out. In the year and everything. Yeah. They didn't even have that one listed. They had the first one. Because I think that was on something else and they bought it. Oh, maybe that's why. Yeah. So that's where, because that was a big thing too, was you wanted to try to get, like Mulaney has New in Town, I believe was a Comedy Central special and then Netflix bought it. So maybe that's the difference. Because that's so, what you'd want to do. That's what I want to do with Full Time Magic. I would love if I could ever get it off Comedy Central and have it put on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they don't. Comedy Central Netflix, I mean, at one point, were not getting along. Because they were just doing comedy. And, and Netflix got such known as a stand-up place that they're just, every, I mean, they're losing all their comics to Netflix. Yeah. Well, according to Wikipedia, the first uh, Netflix special was Russell Peters in October of 2013. And then Aziz Ansari did one like a few weeks later. But then none in 2014. I don't wow. know why. And then... 2015 just a ton and then by 2017 just so many yeah which i think stand-ups was 2017 is when i did that okay Mm -hmm. i believe so because 17 19 21 i think i've done every two years yeah Uh, so i don't know why they took a year off assuming wikipedia is right yeah uh yeah i mean who knows they're probably just filling out what the 
what works what, what's, what works what yeah. happens i mean they've they've become so big now i mean and you can see that now like i've watched uh the crew with kevin james uh it's great it's he's, he's worked at nascar it's mm-hmm. a great show and it but it's like an everybody loves raymond type a king of queens type kind of sitcom mm-hmm. where they're starting to figure that out and like that's going to be where netflix becomes a problem like once they start getting where you're like you're just going to netflix and you're like oh let's watch this yeah you know sitcom like yeah. sick, those funny sitcoms are what i think make networks almost like that they're the comedy sitcoms are just really good they have so many documentaries and all that kind of stuff but you gotta you gotta get the casual like look i'm not trying to be i don't want to be, be crying mm-hmm. at seven o'clock at night watching some sad documentary you, you're like i want to eat dinner i want to watch a fun sitcom me and Lars are watching the crew and the crew's great the cast is great it's very funny uh and that's so I I feel like they're and fluffy. Uh, he's mm-hmm. he's got a, a a sitcom on there, and they so they're they're starting to get into that multicam, you know where they're they're starting to make those sitcoms. And I I think that's just going to make Netflix even just get crazier and crazier because you're going then you're going to start getting you start getting even regular like people in the middle of the country that we we'll always think of that are late, a little later to Netflix. I mean I was later to Netflix like even getting it. I mean I think. I don't even think I had it when I did it. You used to use my password. Yeah. When I did the stand-ups, I was using Brian's password for uh, Netflix. Didn't even have it. Didn't you do like a meeting with executives at Netflix? Yeah. You were using my password? Yeah. Yeah. I've been watching everything. (laughs) We just watched... uh, My email's uh, bbates at channel5.com. Like it was like something like that. Like that was my login. They're like, wow, that's a weird email. I was like, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I like my privacy. Yeah, 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 yeah. We just watched uh, Cobra Kai. Yeah. It's not a multicam, but it's very good, you know, fun. And that was a YouTube show. Yes. The first season was on YouTube Red, Mm -hmm. and then it went to uh, Netflix. But there's a scene, have you seen it? Mm -hmm. Where the students, there's a nerdy kid and another kid, and they're trying to work together to move this big rock. And the nerdy kid says, what we need is a fulcrum. No, really. <laughs> which I didn't know what it was yeah. except through Aaron. And yeah, it's like a go. it's like a stick that lifts the other side, yeah. right? Yeah, I still was, really was know. that the cool kid in the class? No, that was the it? that was the nerdy kid that said <laughs> yeah, the fulcrum. Yeah, that's but there you go. He immediately got beat up by that fulcrum. <laughs> I think he did. I think the other kids like used some karate. Cobra Kai's great. Like people love it, right? Yeah, I mean, I loved Karate Kid. Yeah. If I didn't love Karate Kid, I don't know that I would. Yeah, yeah, Cobra Kai yeah. so much, but yeah. but it was fun. Yeah, so yeah, so you, we've talked a little bit about how now a lot of people are putting out their specials on YouTube. Sam Morrell, Mark Norman, Joe List all did great. Andrew Schultz put his out last year mm-hmm. um, for uh, for free for people to see. So that's kind of uh, and I mean that's a pat. I mean, Aunt Schultz just did Netflix, you know, because uh, I mean he was the one that. Because he made fun of himself because he said Netflix is over. Yeah. And then he's doing a Netflix thing. But uh, that's the, you know, are, do they have live shows on Netflix? Like, or that kind of like weekly, you know, like John Oliver's like weekly. Michelle uh, Wolf's was like that, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I feel like one, if they get that too, like that, that kind of aspect to it. I mean, they're going to end up becoming like they are like TV, mm-hmm. and then they just. Be, I mean, they are they're there, mm-hmm. but like once they start figuring that kind of stuff out, then you're just you're the television. Netflix is yeah the word. I for think TV. it already is in a lot of ways, man. It yeah. is for me. I don't have cable. Yeah, just, but you look at other stuff. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, but I'm mostly living out of Netflix. Yeah, yeah, just because that just kind of feels like home. Mm-hmm. Like your homepage almost. Yeah. I like the shows that, and they're starting to go back to more of this, I think, where they release them once a week. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I love the idea of that. I feel like it's more community. Everybody's in it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As opposed to someone who binges it before I even get up that morning. Yeah. And they've already ruined the whole season <laughs> yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that too. I, 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 and they've done it. They're doing that with some shows. Yeah. Like yeah. The Mandalorian, I think, is like that. And yeah. I was trying yeah. to think of some other ones. It's Disney Plus. Great British Bake Off. They okay. Do it like that. All too. right. Mandalorian is every week. Yeah. Uh, One Division was like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, you 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 make it where you know water cooler talk or mm-hmm. people don't really get around. What does he say? <laughs> uh, water fountain anymore. Water cooler. Water yeah. cooler. Yeah. Uh, is that what? Oh, George you're talking about Costanza says when they go. We look. We we call it a water cooler show. He's like, oh, that's interesting because people don't really talk. You know, water. <laughs> 
fountains anymore. <laughs> uh, when they were pitching the yeah. show to NBC? Yeah. Yeah. And then he, they, he said something else. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Caught, no, caught, yeah, I don't know. All right. Yeah. <laughs> something I don't want to think about too much. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to think of some like unusual stand-up specials that people took a different... Well, yeah, I know. Drew Michaels. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Uh, uh, comedian Drew Michael did a special, no audience. Mm-hmm. It was just him talking. It was a one-man show. And it was on HBO. And uh, it was uh, Gerard Carmichael who mm-hmm. uh, worked with me on my, my pilot. But they, like, he did that. I mean, it was a very interesting idea. I mean, you got to look at stuff as, like, trying. Like, yeah. you just try something. Trying to man. separate like, yourself yeah. somehow. Yeah. Know? And that's yeah. about the most way you can. Get yeah. to the audience. Yeah. Uh, I, I always think sometimes you don't want to get too cute with things. You don't want to get, you know, it's like, do what it is mm-hmm. you know not saying that he should he, he can he can try that mm-hmm. i mean try it look if you if it works you could be the guy that changes everything but i you know it's like just i like doing stand-up in the oldest format of the, the way that i know it as stand-up comedy and you go up there and you tell your jokes and then you're like all right there you go and i think it's a wonderful thing yeah and i kind of stick with that Maria Banford's done some fun ones, yeah. Even before COVID, yeah. Like in houses and stuff like that. And she, it fits with her, yeah. And it's great, yeah. She did one to her parents, a stand yeah. in their living parents. room, right, yeah. where it's just. But in Maria Banford, you're you're kind of buying into that world, uh huh. So like it's it's whatever the world is that you're selling, uh huh. That's what that's what really works is that kind of thing. Like, you know, you're just like, yeah, I, I dig. Yeah, Maria Bamford's an unbelievable comedian. Mm-hmm. To her parents, man, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know, yeah. the idea is funny, and then I mean, she's a her jokes. She's a great joke yeah. writer. You know, she's very funny. Yeah, she's she's great. So some of the real quick, just some of the other top specials that both of these mentioned. Both of them had uh, Chris Rock bring the pain as the number two. So I remember they said uh, with him with that special. I believe it was that special. So that was the one that it can't, it set him off, right? Yeah. So I remember, uh, I, th- I think it might have been Louis C.K. telling the story or something or someone like that. So uh, Chris was on SNL. Chris Rock was on SNL. And then he got done and like, and then went on the road. And so no one really saw him. And I, I don't, I wouldn't say like, I mean, he was on SNL. He's famous, but it's not like he's, he was becoming Chris Rock right. that he's be- become. And so Chris goes on, leaves New York and just goes on the road. So no one sees him. And so they don't know where he's at. And they're like, well, he's not even, he's like on the road. He's not working or anything, whatever. And then he comes back to New York and does a show and they go watch it. And it's basically, it's bring the pain is what he could. And they were like, <laughs> you know, Louis is like, I got to be different. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he, uh-huh. everybody was like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I always think about that. Like, that's what you want to do when you like, when I left New York, I was like, when I go, every time I go back, I want the other comics when they watch, they go, Oh, okay. All right. Well, we got to go get it together. Like, this is crazy. And that's what it was with Chris Rock with bring the pain. Like they, the other comics watched and he was murdering so hard. It was so good. And they go, Oh, that's where he's been. Yeah. And it's unreal. That's what he's been up to. And you know, like you can just tell. At that point, they could they they're watching. They're like, "Well, he's about to leave us. Mm-hmm. Like, we got our little crew together, and he's about to be gone, dude. Like, because this dude, he's he's going to film this special, and it's going to be and it's flawless. Mm-hmm. Like, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. You ever see Ed, uh, Eddie Murphy's like raw? Like when he him working on that material? No. Because uh, I always wondered that. There's YouTube clips of, of him at the comic strip doing like the ice cream bit. Okay. And it's pretty interesting to see it because you know it from on you know i mean on stage in the mm-hmm. red suit mm-hmm. and to see him doing it on a tuesday night in at the comic strip because eddie murphy you felt like if you told me he made all that up i know comics don't make stuff up on the spot and if you told me he made that whole special up i would believe it because you just never heard about him i think that was delirious delirious yeah. you never heard about him traveling you know i mean i didn't no one i mean if you're like my i you know Chris Rock and Seinfeld, them would, uh, if you ever hear them talk about it, they would hear him like they they saw him doing spots, but you never, you know, we ne- I never heard he was doing spots. I never heard he was like going to a funny bone, and mm-hmm. yeah. you know, he he was at Zany's doing something. Like you just never heard that kind of stuff, and uh, so it's pretty neat to see. There's great comic strip clips. 
the comedy club in New York called the Comic Strip. If you go on YouTube, they have great clips that are you can see Ray Romano, like a lot of comics like that are just popping in and when they're first starting out and they're and they're just doing a show for fifty people. Yeah, it's cool. Delirious. Both of them have that as the number five best special all time. He was twenty two when he did that. Think how crazy that is. Yeah. He's the he's the phenom in my in my head. I know Chappelle was very very young, but I mean he put that special out. That was his first one, right? Yeah, twenty two years old. That's so young, and that is an adult special. Like that's like a you know a twenty year vet yeah. comes up with that special. It's so crazy that still you see it in people's acts today. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of style from it. So just real fast, some of these. Uh, Louis C.K. Shameless, that was his big coming out. I mean, he'd been around for a while, but that was one that kind of just set his, him apart. So his big thing when he turned, uh, got big too, was like, I think I've heard him talk about it, where he said, uh, you know, he like had a joke about a dolphin, and he just was like, what am I doing yeah. talking about dolphins? <laughs> and then he kind of went in with the, like, I hate my kids. Yeah. And then just started talking about it, and went that route, and that registered with like so many people. That and then then he became he changed it was like a different comment. Yeah, um, Robin Williams even at the Met, Bill Cosby himself. That's the dentist yeah. joke that's yeah. so famous. So you, some of that if you ever watched the pilot of the Cosby Show, he does his yeah. act in that, mm-hmm. and which is funny. The pilot of the Cosby Show, we we talked about that before. It's one right? of the best episodes. One, it's they it's one of the best episodes the most ever of the Cosby lines. Yeah. yeah, yeah, in the pilot. Yeah, yeah. In the pilot. The first episode. Yeah. I mean, shows changed, dude. Seinfeld was called a different. Sh- it was the Seinfeld Chronicles, and the parents were different. I mean, they 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 changed Seinfeld so much after the pilot, and for and for the Cosby Show to be like the most memorable lines are from the first episode. That's, yeah, that's wild. Crazy. Yeah, uh, Dave Chappelle killing them softly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then some recent ones that. Um, now this this was from 2015, so Tennessee Kid. That's probably would have been on here if it wasn't for that. Uh, Kevin Hart, let me explain. That took him from a star to a worldwide superstar. They said, and uh, Patrice O'Neill, Elephant in the Room, yeah. which was originally on Comedy Central. It was 42 minutes because of commercials, but then they re-released it on Netflix, and it's 77 minutes. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I need to go watch the Netflix one. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen that. I don't think I have either. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I have either. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I mean, Patrice, Patrice would have been fun to be alive right now and see what he uh, did. He was uh, Patrice. Patrice would have been. I mean, it, it would have been nuts to like what he would have just produced and the specials he would have made. Yeah, it'd have been unreal. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's it. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. That's basically it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, we weren't doing much, you know, today. Just, just pop it in. Uh, just you, talk a little bit. So we've already, we're already getting emails from people asking about specific jokes in your act. So yeah. maybe in a future episode, we could talk some about some of those. Yeah. We're, I mean, yeah. If you, if you want to know anything about, uh, what I've talked about in my, uh, in this special, the greatest average American, uh, yeah. Ask, email us, hit us up, comment, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, do whatever you want to do. And, uh, we're collecting once we get enough. We're, we're maybe do it. So it might be a month or something. I don't know when, how, however long it takes people to, once we feel like we got enough questions, but yeah, if you want any questions about any of the stories, any of the jokes that I told in this special, uh, you can, you can see it. You're, you got a little, you're in the special. Yeah. in the credits. Yeah. 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 A couple <laughs> seconds hit there. That. Yeah. That whole part's hilarious. Yeah. 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 Nick Novicki. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, definitely let us know that. Yeah. That could, that could be fun to talk about that. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, look, and then we, we did, I know we did the voting on Instagram about like the March Madness, the greatest, everybody that voted in that. Thank you for doing that. That was a lot of fun. Uh, it's, it's been interesting to see. I mean, some of them got close ranch dressing and drive-ins is, which is the, which is more average American was very close, Mm. very, very close drive-ins or drive-throughs drive-throughs. I'm sorry. Drive-throughs or ranch dressing, which is drive-throughs is an interesting one to think about. Mm-hmm. Ranch dressing is very funny to me, though, <laughs> mm-hmm. as an answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah. And uh, so, yes, thank you for doing all that. Thank you for everything that you've done. Remember, we uh, the second show that we are added is on sale. So by the time this comes out, 
I don't know if it'll be sold out or not, yeah. but make sure you get your tickets if you want to come watch the uh, uh, our, our first live recording. First, maybe last. <laughs> live, we will see. <laughs> live recording of the Nate Land podcast. Again, thank you. Thank all you folks. We love you. And uh, we will talk to you next week at our normal, normal time. See ya. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Nate Land Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, you know, wherever you listen to your podcast. And please remember to leave us a rating or a comment. Nate Land is produced by me, Nate Bargetti, and my wife, Laura, on the All Things Comedy Network. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Consulting in partnership with Center Street Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.